if you could just loan me a few moments of your time, I would appreciate it. I know your time's valuable and we're approaching, in, at least in Eastern Carolina, we're approaching the last weekend of the summer. As we know it, summer break. The kids are having a great dose of lamentation. And moms and dads are semi rejoicing. <laughs> so, CL King here, the impact motivator. And I said that I was in the middle of doing some, doing a project here at the house, at the ranch. And I wanted to, it was so important that I spoke with you, in particular to moms and dads, that I put my project on hold. So that I could uh, come and chat with you. And, you know, I am not, I'm not the guy of, of doom and gloom. If you follow me at all, you know that we try to season what we do with salt. We don't, we don't try to sugarcoat things. But we also try to try to propel people toward this thing called hope and give them the understanding that you can overcome anything, no matter the adversity that you face. And for the last several months, I've been putting out some preparatory messaging about a campaign that we're going to do in the fall. It's called I Won't Try. And it's very simple. The reason we call it that because we want kids to not try drugs. And that's what it's called. It's just it's just simply called I Won't Try. And if I can get if I can get parents and students and moms and dads and teachers to to help me with this endeavor, we've put together a pretty interactive uh, program to inspire kids to, to not even try, not to experiment. And I know that a lot of folks have said, hey, look, man, you know, kids are going to, this is what kids are going to do. They're going to experiment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just showing you here, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to get, uh, we're trying to raise awareness to get kids and students in particular in that uh, late elementary, middle school, and early high school years to, to not try. Okay, that's the name of the campaign. And each letter in the word drugs is a, we give, go through a series of, of uh, interactive steps to get them to understand why you don't want to try drugs. And so, but, the thing that has kind of gripped my concern is that some um, some folks, you know, have had events and all the events that we have done and participated in to get back to school are all noteworthy. They're all exemplary. I participate in them, you know, back drives and stuff the bus etc 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 all of those events are are very very important 
But I had a mom on this show earlier this summer whose son was poisoned with fentanyl and wound up losing his life at 13 years old. Now, I don't know how that sits with you. I don't know how many. I know we got millions of parents out there that have kids that are in, that are in middle school, late elementary school. And that that struck me. I got a my last kid. Our last kid is in high school. He's a senior. And after interviewing this this dear mother who lost her son at 13 to fentanyl in a overdose, it kind of solidified the fact that we were going to do this campaign called I Won't Try. Now, listen, I, I've I've put it out there. And, you know, we we didn't get a lot of feedback or response. So instead of waiting around for the school districts to to ask us to come and do it, waiting around for churches, community centers to, to ask us to do it, which seemingly they don't. It's not it's not a high priority. We'll just we'll rent a facility and do it ourselves, and make it free of charge. And kids can come and experience the I won't try campaign just that simple i'm not going to wait around for for folks to him hawing around you know about well you know whatever man i had i had some educators years ago tell me or some administrators say well if we talk about a certain thing then we might see it manifest the problem is that we don't talk about it and we just go on you know we're going on with the normal school year and everything is normal and everything's just a norm, just a regular school year, right? Everything's just, everything's good. So then people say, well, are you, are you trying to elicit fear? You're going to, you're going to provoke fear into the kids. And you know what? We talk about everything, you know, relative to education. We got If you want to know something about this, you need to get educated on it. If you want to know something about that, you need to get educated on it. But then when we talk about, saving our children's lives well we don't need to get educated on it so i'm going to educate you tonight for free mom and dad and what i want you to do is i want you to take this information that i'm giving you and share it with your children okay that's that's all i want you to do i want you to take this information that i'm giving you and share it with your kids it's, it's that important for me to stop what I'm doing. I wanted you to see. So let me show you just real quick, just so you can see what I'm talking about. Okay, I'll share my screen with you, moms and dads, so you can see. You should be able to see that on your screen now. Okay, what we have is a, you know, we, we, called, we called COVID-19 a pandemic because it was readily seen and it was affecting everybody and on and on and on. But the, the fentanyl crisis, we are just kind of continuing to kick the can down the road and the numbers of fentanyl deaths, the numbers of fentanyl seizures in America continues to rise. It's going in the wrong direction. What is the problem? So I want to read for you this article. I'll leave it up on the screen. And this is not from something um, seven months ago or 
six months ago or last year or whatever. This is from August 23rd, 2022. That would be today, ladies and gentlemen. Fentanyl has concerned law enforcement officials in recent years, but they say there is a new trend they are finding candy colored fentanyl. There it is right there on your screen, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to be the alarmist. alarmist. I'm not telling you to go and dig a 25-foot ditch in your backyard. I'm not telling you to never leave your home. I'm not saying wrap your children in bubble wrap and cellophane and styrofoam. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But, you know, my job as the impact motivator is to make impact in people, moms and dads, in particular the youth, because I know what it's like to be a young person struggling with the ravages of temptation out here in this world. And they, they are now the, the fentanyl is now pouring across the Southern border and being made to look like smarties. Okay. I, I, I want you to see this real good because this is a problem and we'll wear masks all day for COVID-19 and we'll stay isolated and we'll follow the CDC. But when we look at this situation right here, well, we just, you know, we just continue to kick the can down the road. Now, well, somebody will figure it out. Eventually it'll get solved. And it's not. The numbers are startling and it has concerned law enforcement. Now here's the next concern. The next concern is they say that there's a trend. They're finding candy colored fentanyl pouring in across the southern border. Pills that look like sweet tarts. But guess what? It says even a small dose can be deadly. The new trend prompted the Florida Attorney General to issue an alert on Monday. You know, this is what I'm trying to tell you. This is what they are making fentanyl to look like now. This is a this is a news article today. Fentanyl looks like candy found at the US Mexico Mexico border. And I told you that we were launching a campaign this fall called I Won't Try. It's, it was solidified by an interview that we did on this show of a mom whose 13-year-old son died from a fentanyl overdose. And when I look at the trajectory of fentanyl deaths and fentanyl seizures, it screams that nobody cares. It screams that we're just going to let, as long as it's not my child, I'm going to make sure they got their pencils, erasers, backpacks, nice shoes, and lunchbox. But I'm not going to have a conversation with them about drugs. This has never happened to your kid. This is why I want to talk to you, mom and dad. I want to, I want to inform you. This is what my job is at the Impact Motivator. My job is not to give you uh, sweet tart candy. My job is to give you salt. My job is to impact you. My job is to provoke you to get engaged. Because even a small dose of fentanyl can be deadly. It says a new trend prompted the Florida Attorney General to issue an alert. As millions of teens and young adults begin another academic year, she said, I want to make sure that these students understand the dangers 
of using illicit drugs. More common drugs like cocaine, meth, and ecstasy are being mixed with other dangerous substances and sold to unsuspecting users. So never take an illicit substance. She's, she's catching on to what I'm saying. Our, our campaign is called I Won't Try. Right? Here it is right here. That's the campaign that we're launching this fall. And I haven't gotten a single invitation to come do it in, at any schools or facilities. So I'm going to rent out my own facility and make it free with music and games and giveaways. And we're going to do it on our own. Okay, because it obviously is not that it's not important enough for 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 it to take hold. So we're just going to do it ourselves. D.R.U.G.S. We break it down in an interactive discussion on why and and hands on format on why kids should not try drugs. I'm just reading this article to you. Common drugs uh, are being given to unsuspecting users. They're mixed uh, in fentanyl is mixed in with meth cocaine and ecstasy and she said one pill can kill said the florida attorney general ashley moody she said that one pill can kill last week customs and border protection agents said they found thousands of fentanyl pills that look like candy coming into the u.s from mexico so we can do the ostrich thing and get book bags and erasers and pencils and paper. But while this garbage is pouring, while this deadly substance is pouring into our southern border, it looks like this. It looks like that. What you see on your screen, ladies and gentlemen, they're making it look like they're targeting our kids. And so moms and dads, I, I'm, I'm imploring you. I'm, in, I'm begging you to stop with, the, with everything being routine and everything's cool and everything's good and have a real conversation with your children. I had this conversation with my almost 18-year-old son entering into his senior year. I said, don't Take a pill from anyone, not an ibuprofen, not what you think is aspirin. Don't take a pill from anyone except your mom and dad. Because the risk is too great now. You got to you got to say this. I, I won't try. And you got to be aware. You got to be vigilant. Being vigilant and being aware doesn't mean you walk around in fear. You walk around with vigilance. But no, that they're they're appealing to the senses of children with these beautifully colored fentanyl pills that are pouring in, according to this article, which just came out today, coming in in the U.S.-Mexico border. And I'm telling you to have a conversation with your children about it. It says last week, Customs and Border Protection agents said they found thousands of fentanyl pills that look like candy coming to the U.S. from the Mexico border. CBP Port Director Michael W. Humphreys said these pills 
target young users. Okay? Now, if the President of the United States did a national broadcast on this, then every everybody would count it as we need to take a list. We need to take note of that. But but we gotta we gotta police and take care of our own communities. Okay, we, we can't just wait for the federal government to tell us what to think. We can't wait for the federal government to tell us how to be proactive. That's what you guys got me in your life for. I'm gonna provoke you to to think for yourself. Like if if I see if I had a young kid, which I'm gonna tell Jeremiah, I'm gonna show Jeremiah this as well. But if I had a young kid entering into school, I wouldn't just be like, "Well, here's your book bag, here's your your, your sippy cup and your juice box and your your crackers." I'm be like, "Look, I'm sorry. I I know it may sound over the top, but don't take nothing that don't take anything from anyone anymore, because guess what? They're targeting." Our young users. The CBP port director, Michael W. Humphrey, said this. C.L. King didn't say it. I've been I've been talking about it. And everybody's just been like, oh, well, that's good. Good for you. Good program. Hope it works for you, buddy. Yeah, but if it was your kid, if, if you had been the mom that I got to interview this past summer who lost her son, you would think differently. And this lady is traveling around the country and around the world. She's on a she's on a traveling mission right now. And you know what she's doing? She's she's taking her son's ashes and leaving them in all the places that they had planned on going together. 13 years old. One time wasn't even trying for fentanyl, wasn't even asking for fentanyl. And what he thought he was getting wound up being laced with fentanyl and killed him. Watch this. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Now, we'll listen to that group, right? So let's let's listen closely. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, fentanyl is 50 times stronger than heroin and 100 times stronger than morphine. But it's coming to our communities looking like this. It's not it's not coming to our communities looking like looking like vitamins. It's coming to our communities looking like Smarties and Sweet Tarts. It's 50 times stronger than heroin and 100 times stronger than morphine. The CDC, CDC says that the drug can cause more. The drug causes more than 150 overdose deaths each day. Now, this this causes 150 overdose deaths each day. Now, that's the conservative number. But if we looked at how much 150 deaths each day is, that's 54,750 deaths. Well, that is is that okay? Is 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 that is that enough? Is that just does does is that not enough to garner our attention as a mom and dad? Is is does it matter? See, because th- those are those are con- conservative numbers. 
But then when I went when I went probing a little bit f- further, I saw w- what law enforcement has been doing over the past couple years. If you look at the seizures, look, this is this is number of pills containing fentanyl seized by law enforcement in the United States. In 2018, it was 290,304 pills. In 2018, I mean, I think my phone is still back from 2018. That that's just a that's just a hop, skip, and a jump on the calendar, right? We still haven't figured out how to put a man on the moon since 2018. That that that's not like that was ancient of days ago. They seized 290,304 in 2018 pills containing. Fentanyl. From 2020 to 2021, it has gone from 4,149,037 to 9,649,551 fentanyl pills seized. So if they seized them, just imagine how many have gotten through. So I'm challenging you, mom and dad, to have a conversation with your kid. No fanfare, no bluster, just a legit conversation that that fentanyl is being introduced in so many different ways. We need to say this. I won't try. I won't even try. I won't experiment. You know, back when I was in the Marine Corps, when I was getting ready to go into Marine Corps, they asked me, did you ever try drugs? And I had to I had to indicate on the form that out of experimentation, I experimented with marijuana. I experimented with cocaine. You know, I, these, these are things that I experimented with. I tried. But we're in a state in our society now where we got we to gotta get a different message to our young people. You understand? Because fentanyl is coming across our southern border looking like this. And the state attorney general, this is article, this is an article produced today at 3.01 p.m. And the state attorney general in Florida said that now producers of fentanyl are packaging the drug to target our youngest users. And if we see, 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 here's the deal. We got to We got to Am I my brother's keeper? Yes. And we, it starts at home. I love teachers. I love principals. I mean, I love educators. I appreciate all of what you do. I mean, my wife works in the school. I'm, I'm with you, but, but it's got to start at the house. If our, if our mentality is, let me let me go do my let me go do my diligence and my duty to go buy my kids their school supplies, pat them on the rear end as they get on the bus. And that's the that's the last conversation I have about school or anything related to life for for our next 185 days. We've missed it because this news article, which was dated today, says fentanyl that looks like candy 
has been found at the U.S.-Mexico border. And I'm asking moms and dads, I asked to have a, a small chat with you tonight to say, hey, listen, you need to have a talk with your kids. It's important. It's essential. That mother that I had on this show, she lost her son to this very drug. And so earlier in the year, when I started researching fentanyl, I said, you know what? We're going to make a campaign. And I've put out just some, some meager amount of, of uh, advertisements on it. The, the campaign is very simple. It's called I Won't Try. We're targeting kids from the fifth grade through the ninth grade. And I, my door has not been beat down with invitations to come do it. So I said, and I told my team this, that we're going to rent our own facility, go make it a live hype event. Kids can come and eat and participate for free. And we're going to teach them about D-R-U-G-S. We're going to give them five strategies and five reasons why they shouldn't try. I love you, school system. I love you, school districts. But you, if, if, if it's not that important to you, then I'll take it on myself. You follow me? And moms and dads, we, we don't need to let, we don't need to leave it into the hands of the school districts to, to educate our kids on these types of things. We need, we need to stop waiting around for them. Well, they'll get to it in, in the second half or the second semester. You don't need to let your child walk out of that door Monday morning without having, having had a conversation with them that says, hey, listen, there's, there's a new phenomenon that has crossed the threshold of the U.S.-Mexico border, and it is fentanyl is already out of control. Law enforcement can't get their hands around it. We continue to kick the can down the road. What I said and what I showed you just a few minutes ago is that the, the trajectory of fentanyl seizures and fentanyl use is going in the wrong direction. In 2018, they only seized 290,000 pills. And in 2021, they've seized 9,649,551 and we're okay. And I'm challenged. I know I'm provoking some. I know I make some of you mad. You know, I'm like, we'll we will hop, skip, and a jump to hop on, a, put on a mask, and we will isolate, and we'll do everything the CDC says. But man, when you look at this kind of stuff, I had a conversation with my nearly 18 year old son. I said, "Bro, don't try." And furthermore, don't take any medications from anyone besides your mother and father. Why? Because we don't know where they got it from. Oh, well, you're living in fear. No, we're living in wisdom. You can be proactive and you, and you can be aware of your surroundings. You, you can have situational awareness and you can teach your kids about that. Because this mother who is, who is traveling the globe, who was on this show just a few weeks ago, she's spreading the ashes of her son in locations that they were supposed to go visit together. Imagine going into a new city and finding a, a landmark and, 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 and leaving a, a remnant of your, of your baby there. This has been two years, two plus years that she lost her son. And you can still, you can still see the, the wrestling match of grief that she's going through. 
And when I had her on this show, I said, I'll, com I'll commit not to be silent. We were already working on it. We were already working on the campaign. And then when I had her on the show, that just solidified it. This is, this is what we're going to do. I know I'm in the midst of, of finishing the book. The book's almost finished. I know we're going to the prison. I know we're running this international podcast. I know Mike's getting ready to finish his book. I know we, we got some speaking events to do. I get it all. But, but it's important. And if you, don't, if, if you don't think it's important, go find that show about fentanyl and look into that grieving mother's eyes. I'm watching her journey on social media where she's trying to make it a happy time where she's taking her son to places far out west, California, way up north, Pennsylvania and Connecticut, came down south to South Carolina. She just was at, at the Prince Museum. She's scattering her son's ashes and all these various places because he thought he was getting something and it wound up being fentanyl and he killed him at 13 years old. She declares he's forever 13. So that's 30 minutes of your time, moms and dads. And I will continue to beat this drum. That if we're seeing fentanyl coming across our southern border being made to look like sweet tarts, then we had better be a little more vigilant and not just talk about pencils and erasers as we go into the first days and weeks of school. Have that conversation with your kids. Tell them, don't try. Don't try the first time. Secondly, let them know that people are targeting them using deceptive measures. You know, it's almost like social media. You know, it's like people get a friend request and they just instantly accept it. Stop, stop opening up, stop opening yourself up to so much. Like, like, like we have, no, we have no boundaries for anything. And, and, and using wisdom sometimes says, ah, I'm not, I'm not going there. Uh, I'm not doing that. You know, I told Jay, he plays baseball. He aches, he's got aches and pains like an old man. But I told him, I said, do not take any ibuprofen, Tylenol, anything from any of the f baseball moms because I don't know where they got it from. And they may not know where it came from. So you only take from what mom and dad gives you. Now, you call that being over hypersensitive. I tell you this. I know that I know that dear mother who was on this show would give anything to have her son back. She'd give anything. And I made a commitment to her that if I have to fund, I won't try myself. I will. We'll do it ourselves. We'll we'll have the we'll go to the cities and have our rent out our own facilities and do it ourselves. The schools don't want want to have it. Fine, we'll do it ourselves. But I'm not going to just sit back and see see a report like that today, where fentanyl is now being made to look like sweet tarts, pouring in at our southern border, and I'm just supposed to sit back and say, oh. 
I guess we'll just continue to kick the can down the road. Yes, because three and a half years ago, we only seized 290,000 pills. And now, as of this year, it's over 9 million. And we, we, we put so much, I, I know I'm going to get into hot water here, but we put so much faith in these elected leaders that just continue to kick the can down the road. We have, the, we have, we have these undercurrents of, of pandemics that are beyond COVID. COVID ain't a pandemic no more. Losing our children to, to the devices of, of some evil drug is a pandemic. I said I would keep you short. Have a conversation with your kids. Tell them not to try drugs. Okay? Have a good night.